Today on The Breakdown, it's cash game time with three of your favorites. Doyle Brunson, Daniel Negreanu, and Barry Greenman Greenstein. They mix it up in a pretty cool hand from the big game from back in the day. We're going to break it all down right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. Very Green Man Greenstein. I know it should have been the Green Man. I, my bad. Does he often wear the Green Man suit? Is that, that what that's, that's about? Exa- exactly what I was going for. So it's always sunny. Stole it from Barry Greenstein. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like Chapter Six of Ace on the River. I think he talks about that. Just in like one quick paragraph, right after the thing about you should go ahead and you know sleep with prostitutes before you play poker. Yeah, because he does write about that. You know. Yeah, that yeah, in of the course. Book. Yeah. Um, so like right after that, he's like, and also wear the green man costume. Yeah, with, with the prostitutes. Yeah, <laughs> after lo- you after you've had sex, not before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they love it. <laughs> yeah, of course, all of that is true. Yeah, they um, give you yeah. So green man, Barry Greenstein, he's well associated with that. It's like sea betting and green man. That's what you think about when you think about <laughs> Barry Greenstein. That's correct. The guy who sea bet. I don't know if he still does this. Could he possibly still sea bet one hundred percent? I can't imagine he still does that. I am. I have to believe the level of competition has made him make it so he just can't do that. Although maybe his uh, – he's always very much about game selection. He doesn't try and play against very good players, which is not a dumb idea. Except for anybody. on TV. Okay, except for on TV. Yeah. But he's not really on TV anymore, is he? So no. nowadays maybe he gets to see bet 100% because his competition allows him to. I will say this. I was watching the Aria Super High Roller Bowl day one and day two. And uh, I would, it was hard not to notice. This is 2017, the most recent one. Yeah. It's hard not to notice the CBET percentages were outrageously high. Were they? They almost never did someone check. I noticed um, a few of the really good players would check once in a very, very long while. But they, the CBETing percentages from w- w- the feature table we were watching had to be over 90%. Really? Yeah, it was really surprising to me. And the, and it wasn't like it was all the whales doing it. Everyone was doing it almost always. So even if you like opened sixes in the cutoff and got called from the big blind and it was like a jack-10-8 board, people were C-betting there? Mostly they were. Wow. Yeah, like Dan Coleman's opening, whatever. It just doesn't – like boards where you'd also expect to get called a lot, whatever, jack-jack-deuce, you have ace-8, you raise, they just C-bet. You know, it's like spots where you often expect someone to check back. Huh. Just didn't do it at all. And it actually made me think maybe I'm not, maybe I'm C. I, my big thing has been like to scale back my C betting pretty dramatically. But I'm like, these guys are all doing it against each other, even. So maybe there gets to be a point where you think, like, well, what's the point of making a play at Dan Coleman? He never folds anyway. Yeah. So then he can C bet more. You know, maybe it comes back to that. If you're, if you're going to be sticky against check raises and stuff, some of the time you're, your image is such, then you don't have to. So the Greenstein's come in full circle. Green man! It's possible that they wouldn't be doing that against softer fields. You know, they might be having more of a check back range against softer opponents. I mean, they were doing it against the like David Einhorns of the world huh. too, though, All and right. Dan Kleins and stuff. Well, I don't Bill know Klein, what to tell you. Dan Klein. That was a, little, a little inside joke. For well, him. you know where I don't think Bill Klein plays, but I think the poker guys do. Um, the beach. Well, we do enjoy the beach, but also <laughs> Nitrogen Sports Poker Room. That's where the poker guys play. We get sit and goes going. We play cash games. We enjoy the nitrogen. And you can use the link in the description of this podcast when you sign up for Nitrogen in order to play the sit and goes with the poker guys. Yeah, it's true. There's other little cool bonuses and things you'll have access to as well. Sometimes it's free rolls. Sometimes it's other things. 
We can't say right now. I mean, they're coming know. up with creative new things all the time. Yeah, but if you just use the link in the description, you get access to that stuff. Of course, Nitrogen is a Bitcoin-only poker site. That means numerous things for you, but the best thing it means is the lightning, fast, flash-like withdrawal. Yes, they're very fast. Flash-like. 10 to 25 minutes. That is fast. Yeah. I mean, for the flash, that's actually quite slow, in fairness. And that's you know, like, with, where, where is he? Yeah, where, where did he go? <laughs> Should have been here already. Yeah, so the flash, but it, for everything else. The flash is hung over that day, but, yeah. you know, he still gets there pretty quick. I mean, if it's across the world, 25 minutes, you know, you could complain about it, but you still have to be a little impressed. Yeah, that's pretty good. And that's what it's like with nitrogen. Yeah, it is. <laughs> You're like, oh, man, it takes me 25 minutes to get my withdrawal, but no other site ever offered anything anywhere near this fast so i'm I'm still happy i'm secretly impressed yeah (laughs) yeah i mean it's insane compared to the industry it's by far the fastest yeah so get on there we like the software we play there you should be playing there too and you should be doing it by clicking the link in the description yeah and also check out our twitch channel we are two poker guys number two poker guys that is where we show ourselves playing on nitrogen and get those sit and goes going that you can only access by using the link in this description of this podcast that's how you watch us play poker that's how you do it all right let's move on we're moving on so this hand was suggested by jeffrey just good jeffrey yeah the only jeffrey I believe. Do you think it's pronounced Joffrey? It's a J-E-F-F-E-R-Y. I know, but still. I think it's Jeffrey. Joffrey. I think it's Jeffrey. Joffrey. Why don't you kill my father again, Joffrey? I'm G- pretending to be Sansa Stark. Jeffrey. <laughs> I guess I could be pretending to be like Rob Stark. I don't know why I chose Sansa. What are you, what are you doing? Well, because she was there. She saw it. They didn't see it. Right. Spoilers, so she's by upset. the way. Oh, yeah. Sorry. If you... <laughs> <laughs> Also, I mean, the Elephant Man dies too, but not in Game of Thrones. In other, in his media, Bruce Willis is the ghost. Oh, dude! In Die Hard. Um, yeah. So anyway, let's get to the hand between right. these very famous old school poker players. Three of your favorites. Yeah. So Doyle tends to be somewhat tight in these games, but that is not happening in this hand. He's he makes some weird loose decisions in this hand, but you know. Yeah. I guess he's bored. I, I feel know. like he's he's a little bit looser in the six max games than he is like in the high stakes poker nine full ring games. Well, he should be. Yeah, so I think he actually is though. Like I'm thinking about the uh, poker after dark hand where he three bets Dwan with ten nine suited, which is a hand where I think on the button right. even where it's, it's like button the small blind. Oh, he's small blind. Okay, yeah. it makes more sense actually. But having said that, still. He's the kind of guy who, in the six max games, I don't think ever slow plays big pairs pre flop, although he does that clearly in the full ring games. Right. And, well, there is somebody who might do that in this hand. Spoiler. Wow. It's not Doyle, though. Spoiler. It was Bruce Willis the whole time. It was? Yeah. Oh. Who was Bruce Willis? Bruce Sean, Willis was? Sean Bean. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that. Um, Anyway, so even though it's six max, the hijack is still the hijack, right? Still I don't the same think position that at the table, still is. the same amount of players to get through. Yeah. Is that correct? Yep. So Doyle Brunson has 6-3 suited in that aforementioned hijack and decides to open. That's weird, right? It's 6-3 weird. of spades. It's a little loose with the guy, all the killers behind him. It's a little bit of a surprise. Yeah, it's but Veldhaus, Greenstein, and Negranu in the big blind. All I can say is maybe he thinks he hasn't played a hand in a long time. His image is tight. I don't know why he's trying to steal. The pot's not huge. He just wants to play. He's bored. I don't he's know. He's the godfather. He can do no wrong. Go ahead. He is also the guy who sort of invented the notion of playing suited connectors, even though we sort of ascribe that more to Negreanu these days. Yeah. It was Doyle who wrote about that first in Super System back in the day. Yeah, but tables were far more exploitable back then. You're far more exploitable. Than back what? Then. I was back in 1975 when yeah. I was pre Give that kid some cards. I'm going to take all his money. <laughs> it was not awake, alive or awake, in fact. Um, so. 
Lux Feldhaus folds, so that's great for Doyle. He really? got through one of the guys, probably the most likely to play back at him. Yeah. Um, Barry Greenstein does not. He's in the small blind. He's got ace, queen of diamonds. Who else is in the hand? There's another player also, right? Oh, right. Um, there's somebody in between them. Okay, some guy. Yeah. Some good player, but who Yeah, cares? it's like Justin Bonomo or something yeah. like that. Some, not him, but some guy. All right, moving on. Some, some guy folds. Veldhaus folds. Greenstein doesn't. Greenstein doesn't. He's got, he's got ace, queen of diamonds, and he three bets, which is a reasonable decision. Although Doyle did make it 2K at 200-400. He 5X'd it. So yeah. you could choose to just call it a small blind, but you could also three bet. They're yeah. both fine. Folding's not okay. Yeah, it's fine to three bet, too. It's pot limit preflop, let's not forget. And so that way, right. Barry Greenstein cannot be blown off this hand, even if Doyle four bets. It doesn't matter. He's going to call and see a flop. He's yeah, Greenstein that. is going to be the effective stack in this hand. He's got 97,000. Yep. Um, and the other guys have him covered by a sum amount. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Greenstein makes it 6K. This is normal and fine. Now, it's on to the old D-Negs in the big blind, everybody's favorite. He's got two kings, king of clubs, king of spades. Yeah. That's a good hand. Mm-hmm. Usually, you're going to see a four bet here. Yeah. What are the arguments for flatting? Are there any? Sure. One okay. of the things we talk about sometimes is when someone flats in this spot, they have a very particular range, and yeah. kings is not part of it. Right. Usually, it's, as we like to say, nines, tens, jacks, ace, queen suited. It's usually not really nines either. It's usually tens and jacks, mm-hmm. and it's usually jacks, right? Yeah. Um, but it can be these other things, too. Once in a while, it can be an ace-king. It's almost never kings. And so that is one of the values. If you're going to actually flat with jacks there, you do need to flat with some of the strongest hands in your range, like aces or kings, at least some of the time. Right. So there's some value in that. Yeah. The thing that sucks is you're letting Doyle in pretty much 100% of the time, and he's yeah. in position against you. Doyle's forced to call with pretty much his entire range here. So you're giving up position because you would have had position on Greenstein if you had four bet. I think this supersedes any kind of balancing stuff. By a lot, actually. Yeah. Also, why do we want to play a pot three-handed with kings when we can play it heads up with kings in position? I mean, it's really not close. No. Sort of all the things you're saying. I'm finding another way to say it, I guess. Right. But, yeah, it's this feels very clear that this should be a four bet almost always. But I'm sure Daniel is saying, thinking to himself, and would say, right, I understand that. But that's what they would never put me on kings because, of course, I'd always four bet kings right. here. And so that's some of the value in, in playing deceptively in poker. That's what you're supposed to do. I'm and doing it. There, There is certainly a lot of fairness in that argument. There really is. And Daniel does decide to flat, which is why we speculated on that so of much. Course. Because Otherwise, he does flat. We would. Be yeah. talk, we wouldn't. We'd be like, oh, that. so Daniel four bets, and that's normal, right? right. And then we'd move on. Yeah. Right. So, so the only good thing is it's deceptive, and it's you wouldn't think he has kings here. I don't think it's enough, especially with um, with letting the best player, not named Daniel Negreanu, to stay in the hand. Like we we don't mind Barry Greenstein having position on us. I think nearly as much as we mind Doyle. Doyle's going to make better yeah. decisions. I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, Greenstein's going to see bet 100% of the time. So maybe that is part of why Daniel flats. Right. Because Greenstein probably has some folds in his range to four bets here. I mean, some, but not too many, right? It's pot limit. Yeah, but we want the value of the C bet where, like, we're, when every, almost every flop is good for kings. Okay, right? but we want the value of the C bet. If we th- four bet and he calls, we're already getting more than the value of the C bet. That's true. Like, we do better and we knock out Doyle. I just think it's position. a little bit better to flat against a guy who's going to see bet 100% than, Agreed. than a normal player. I completely agree with that. Yeah. So that could, could be part of Daniel's thinking as well. Right on. Anyway, Doyle's sitting there with the bottom of his range, but he's closing the action. He's getting a great price. So I think it's absurd to do anything but call. Mm-hmm. And he does call a 6-3 of spades. Yep. Joe Stapleton says something about Doyle not getting the right price, but I don't know what that means. Just ignore it. It's wrong. <laughs> Move on. All right. That's it. There's nothing to say. All right. Tape is wrong. Cool. All right, so we will move on. Uh, now, the pot is $18,600, which is, you know, a hefty amount of money. Yeah. Not bad. 
The flop is Queen of Spades, Deuce of Diamonds, Three of Clubs. Barry Greenstein is probably thrilled with this flop. He should be. Yeah, he's like, oh, good, I'm beating Daniels Jacks now. Mm-hmm. This is good. And Doyle can have a lot of things. Yep. Uh, so Greenstein bets 10K. This is a good time to see bet. Yeah. How much money's in the pot, you say? 18600 Okay, yeah. Good time yeah. to see bet and a reasonable see bet. Right. Especially on this, what looks like a very dry flop. Broken clocks right twice a day. Yep. <laughs> this is one of those times. It's 3 o'clock. Yeah. So 3 o'clock is the time that he's right. Yeah. That's the time the broken clock says, apparently. Yeah. In this joke. I guess so. Is it a joke? <laughs> I don't know. It's not really a joke. Anyway. It's an old adage. Yeah. Uh, Greenstone bets 10K. Negranu could decide to raise now. Yeah. What do you think about the idea of raising versus calling? Because obviously folding is out of the question. Okay. When we first saw it, I thought Negranu should raise because we get to knock out Doyle, blah, blah, blah. But in retrospect, this is not a flop that Doyle is going to be able to continue on very often anyway. Like yeah. the hands that Doyle is going to have with queens in them, we block mostly. Like king queen is maybe the most likely holding he's going to have. I guess he can have ace queen. He too. can have ace queen. He can have jack queen. He can have queen ten. Okay, but yeah. queen nine suited, perhaps. Maybe queen nine suited. I guess. I guess he's forced to call the three bet with all of them once he's in. Yeah. Um. So fair enough. But we block some of it anyway. So we don't have to worry as much about his like equity if he if he continues. He may not fold if we raise anyway if he's got top pair. He may decide not. He probably he's will. He's probably going to fold. But he might not. I don't know what he's going to do. Maybe if he has ace-queen specifically, he wouldn't. But if he has queen-ten, i got to believe. Yeah. Greenstein bets 10K. Negreanu makes it 30. You know it. You're right. Doyle's folding. Because Greenstein had three-bet pretty yeah. too. Yeah. Because um, Greenstein can have aces there or whatever. Can yeah. have anything. So, Barry, like when we raise, we just assume the hand's going to be over a lot. And we can't get any more value out of our kings, which we played so deceptively so far. Right. And so Doyle's going to fold a lot of the time. Yeah. Doyle's almost always going to fold. And Greenstein's usually going to fold, too, unless he has aces or queens. He's never going to fold those. Greenstein's going to probably strongly is at least going to consider folding top pair some of the time. Right? Certainly everything worse than top pair he's going to have to strongly consider. If he has jacks, yeah. it's going to be really hard to continue with He's jacks. definitely not going to fold the hand he has, but he no. doesn't have to have the hand he has. As we know, he is Mr. Seabet and Greenstein. Yeah. I mean, this is this is not a fold, but this is maybe... This is close to the bottom of his continuing range, yeah. too, right? I mean, he probably calls king queen also and queen jack if he has those. He might call them once, but I don't know if Daniel fires big on the turn. It's going to be tough to keep going. Right? Yeah. So anyway, so I actually I kind of like this this flat by Daniel because usually you're going to be heads up in position anyway. We get all the things we would have gotten by three betting, except still no one knows that our hand is any real strength to it. Right. Yeah. No, that, those are all good points, and I like your points. And Thanks. I think the biggest point there that makes it better is that there's really no need to get rid of Doyle, you would think. Because, right. I mean, sometimes he's going to have a hand with equity that he can overcall with, but it's so rare on this queen-deuce-three rainbow board. Right. You know. If it's queen, you know, 9-10 or queen-8-10, yeah, you might feel like, all right, let's just, like, I can't let Doyle stick around here. You know, once in a while he flop two pair, but he's going to have, you know, the queen-jacks of the world, which just have, like, hands that... He's going to call if I if I call, and he can spike things, and he's going to know where he's at a lot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So the dryness of the board makes the call a little bit yeah. more suitable for this moment. I agree. Uh, Doyle now is has seen what's happened. Greenstein's C-bet, as Doyle expected. Yeah. Grind was called. Doyle probably didn't like expect that to happen that often on this board. Correct. Um, and now Doyle's sitting there. He's got middle pair, a very bad middle pair, 3-6 mm. suited on the queen-deuce-3 rainbow board. What do you think he should do? It's pretty close. He is getting a tremendous price and gets to close the action. He he is he's but he has four to one. No back doors. He has so two back doors. He does? Yeah. He's got spades and he's got the back door straight draw. He does have oh you're right. Spades and the back door straight draw. Okay. He's got a pair, two back doors, closes the action at a reasonable price, in position, 
also for the rest of the hand. Daniel doesn't have to have, Barry doesn't have to have anything, and Daniel doesn't have to have a strong hand. Daniel can have two eights here pretty reasonably. He is always behind Daniel, though. Right, but he can still beat Daniel, even he though he's can. behind him, even without improving, right, if he wants to. He could turn his hand into a bluff very reasonably if he wanted to later on. That's true, although it would be reasonable to fold here. It would absolutely be reasonable to fold. But with the two back doors, and we can spike something, we can spike a six, a three, usually, and the two back doors also, it's totally reasonable to call once, I think. But we can't put a lot more money in if someone bets on the turn and we don't improve. Yeah, that's the thing that kind of sucks. And like we say two back doors, but if like we turn a gutter, which I think we can do, I'd have to, I can't see the board. I'm not looking at it's it. It's a deuce three queen board. Deuce three queen, yeah. So, yeah, so we have five can. comes. Yeah, five or a four is yeah. a gutter. Um, that's not enough probably to continue unless it's super cheap. A pair and a gutter, if Barry bets big, like he won't have enough of a stack left for us to call and right. then have the, the implied odds. By the way, a gutter is the only backdoor straight draw we have. There's right. no yeah, which, so that makes it kind of not as good. It's not as good. But but sometimes it'll check through on the turn. Yeah. Like if Barry if Barry has ace king, he's gonna check. Daniel's gonna check two eights, and we can decide to bet and try and win the pot, or we can just take our free card. It's up to us. That's pretty cool anyway. Yeah. I think both decisions are reasonable. Yeah. Uh, raising would be interesting, but probably not recommended. I don't think it's a good idea. More we're worried about Barry than Daniel. Yeah. Barry could have aces here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Negrano could have kings, I guess. But nobody's putting Negrano on kings right now, no. which is a lot of the value. Like, I would be sitting in Doyle's and Barry's seat thinking Negrano has tens or jacks. That's what yeah. I'd be thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Negrano, even before the flop, says to Doyle, I do have a very good hand. Like, he's like, you just don't fold your big blind, do you? Or something like that. And yeah. I was like, well, I do have a really good hand. And Daniel, I think, is saying that, trying to say, like, I have tens exactly, Doyle, yeah. obviously. Like, right. that's what you would have to put me on. it. Tens or jacks exactly. In fact, even I'm saying I have a very good hand, almost makes me think Daniel would more likely have tens than jacks. Like, he's overselling it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but it's all the same, right? And for, so, like, yeah, they're just not going to range him right. No. Which is cool. It is cool. Anyway, Doyle decides to call. Yeah, it's fine. Probably to he probably is not thinking too much about the back doors. He just wants to spike a three or a six and and stack an overpair. Uh, probably, probably. But you know, you pick up a spade, suddenly you really got something going here. We got a yeah. pair and a spade draw. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's not a bad spot to be in. Yeah. So going to the turn, it's the three of diamonds. Yep. So I guess that was a a good call by Doyle. <laughs> I guess it worked out well. It did. So there's forty eight thousand six hundred in the pot now. And uh, Barry decides to check, which is a bit odd because it's the second diamond. So he has top, top with enough flush draw. He's got the ace, queen of diamonds. This is a great hand, great card, excuse me, to continue on. I'm really surprised he checks. So let's try to figure out some reasons because I don't think it's fear of trips. He doesn't put, Daniel for sure doesn't have any threes in his range, right? I mean, Doyle shouldn't either. Yeah, but of the two, Doyle's more likely. He could have ace three suited maybe. He could have four three suited maybe. Yeah. Um, it's, it's very unlikely. I don't, I don't think we're worried about trips. I don't know what we're supposed to be worried about is Barry. We only have $81,000 left at this point. We're pretty much committed to this pot on the turn, right? Yeah. If we bet and get raised, we're just going to call. doesn't right. matter. I have a couple thoughts. Okay. I'm not saying they're going to justify this check, but there are a couple thoughts here. Thought one is we're not afraid of draws at all anymore because we cover the diamonds. We're, okay. we're all set with the diamonds. We don't mind giving a free card for that reason. True. Right? So that feels pretty safe. Feels yeah. pretty good. We think Daniel probably has jacks or 10, something like that. If we bet, he's, he's going to fold. Yeah. And Doyle has to have another queen to continue here if he doesn't have any threes in his range, right? He's probably going to fold two eights or whatever. Yeah. I mean, would Doyle... He probably would have folded the yeah, flop. Yeah, Doyle's not overcalled. Doyle has a queen a lot. He also has four five a lot, I guess. Um, okay. Four five suited and a queen. That's Those are yeah. like by far his most obvious holdings, right? Right. So maybe we don't mind letting four five suited see another card. Like, hey, let's bring the six of diamonds, you know, like that type of... 
Five. I guess Doyle could have jacks exactly too. Yeah. If Doyle has jacks, then he can overcall because Daniel is like, he doesn't worry about Daniel. Yeah, Daniel has tens then. Right. Or, of... or Daniel has the other jacks. Either yeah. way, we're fine as Doyle, right? But if we have eights or something, we just have to fold. Yeah. So I think part of Greenstein's thinking here is my opponents are both going to fold so often when I'm, when I'm ahead in yeah. this spot. Like, it's hard for them to have hands they can continue with. Maybe Doyle, like Doyle might even fold Queen Jack if Greenstein bets again. He might. If Greenstein bets 30K into this 48K pot, Doyle's going to have to strongly consider folding Queen Jack. It's possible Barry thinks like basically the hand doesn't even really begin till the turn because I always see bet. And then so they're like, yeah, if they call now, we actually have to start to think about things because they're, they're not even going to think anything of my C bet. The problem is Barry's got a stack size, which he could be trying to get that everything. If you're trying to get it in, you got to bet the turn. You got to get chips in on the turn. He can't check through on the turn and get all in. Right. And we have a hand that if we make a flush, we may really not get any action on the river. Like King Queen may just fold the river and may not fold the turn. May not, but it's but it's, it's at the same time. There's still so few hands that his opponents should have here that can continue. I mean, I guess King Queen's probably going to bet anyway. Is maybe maybe that's his thinking too? Is mostly the hands that would call can bet themselves. Yeah, or will yeah. Bet. If, if Doyle has four or five, he'll probably bet if they both check. Right, them, and right? if Doyle is Queen Jack and they both check, Doyle might bet that. Yeah, it's not crazy at yeah. all. It's not crazy at all. So, so I, I actually kind of like this check. Okay, you I, know what? I've come because we assume basically it's really hard for it to check all the way through. Yeah, like Doyle kind of has to have something that either he's got a bluff with or or bet for value with, right? Yeah, Doyle's sort of forced to do that, and he's in position, so he's going to see them both check. It'll be fine. And if it does check all the way through, it's because Daniel has Jackson, Doyle has tens, or something like that, or yeah. Doyle has Jackson, Daniel has tens, and you're a lot more likely to get another bet in on the river against one of those hands that, than if you keep betting on the turn. Okay, I I agree. Yeah. That's cool. All right, cool. So this is actually a good check by Barry Greenstein. We like it. Yep. I think having diamonds covered helps it a lot, too. That makes it a bit better. I agree. Yeah. Anyway, so Negranu checks now. This is also an interesting check. He could decide to bet now. I mean... I don't like this check. He has the board destroyed, right? He has two kings. It's a queen. I mean, when you say destroyed, you mean he's beating, yeah, he's beating the ranges like of these guys on this board. Yeah. 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 Um, like, Barry's going to bet aces usually, right? I mean, yeah. He doesn't block any queens if he has aces. I mean, I assume Barry's betting aces. Yeah. So. Uh, I don't understand why Daniel checks. What is Daniel hoping to accomplish by checking? He's afraid Doyle has a three. Like, what are we afraid of? I exactly. guess maybe he knows Doyle better than we do because Doyle does have a three. That's cool, but what are we afraid of? We're afraid of... I don't think it's fear. Like, I'm assuming the check is not out of fear. But, okay, when I say afraid of, though, I mean more like what are we... What are, what's leading us to decide not to put chips in the pot ourselves? Like, it's fine to take it down. There's... $40,000 in the pot right now. 48. 48. That, wow, there's almost $50,000 in the That's right, because Doyle called. $50,000 in the pot. Barry's only got, what, 80 left. We could bet to either get it in with Barry or just have everyone fold and win 50K right now. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Charge Doyle for his 4-5 instead of like, giving him a free card or Doyle's queen, whatever. Doyle's going to call a lot if we bet. Yeah. Like, what are we afraid? Why are we, afraid is maybe the wrong word, but why aren't we betting is my question. I mean, it's a similar thing. Spot to Greenstein's spot in a way, except that he doesn't have the diamonds covered, and he doesn't block a queen, which are two very important factors to Greenstein's spot, I, I suppose. Barry also blocks some of the four or five stuff because he got an ace in his hand. Yeah, so that's like a little bit. So like some of the outs are just not as problematic for him. Yeah, um, Daniel blocks none of that. Yeah, Daniel's in a bit more of a protection position than Greenstein is because of that. This board looks super safe. It isn't, but it looks super safe. Do Do you think Daniel's worried that he's just going to fold out his opponents so often if he bets here? I mean, what's da- if Daniel bets, what is he representing? He ain't representing kings. He's representing, like, a king-queen. Queen. 
Yeah. Or maybe even ace queen because he called th- like king queen suited, ace queen suited, something like that. Ace queen suited and king queen suited seemed like the only hands he could have. Even he king queen, I don't, is he even going to really show up with king queen suited? I don't know. He might. He might. He's standing on the ground. Or he and, might. And it's like it's like a really good hand. I mean, it is. Yeah, it is. But we wouldn't expect him to show up with it either. It's not the way you normally range it. No, you'd think if he's betting, it's usually ace queen suited. You right. don't expect him to. Maybe he bets two jacks here, but. I don't know. What I don't he, know. I mean, Doyle can have a queen so often, but but Doyle's going to bet that queen so often too. So maybe it's okay to like bet set your jacks. The price with yeah. The jacks. Yeah, get that. You know, charge charge the draw rather than let yeah. the draw charge itself. Charge Greenstein's Ace King. Whatever it yeah. is, yeah. Just not give everyone free cards. We yeah. don't have to. I th- I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't think it's crazy what you're saying about like uh, what are we getting called by and all that. But Doyle has a queen a lot, and Doyle might call, especially when we bet. Doyle really might call. Doyle has king, queen. How can he fold? He can't. Right. Obviously, we block that, though. We do. If Doyle has ace, queen, though, which Doyle really can have, how can he fold? He can't fold ace, queen. He can't fold ace, queen, but it's kind of the same spot as Greenstein. Maybe he's more likely to call Daniel than Greenstein on the the turn with queen, jack, but I'm not sure. I don't know. I mean, Daniel, when Daniel bets, his value is beating queen, jack, but queen, jack's... But Queen Jack's like the best possible hand we can have that's losing to Daniel's value, right? Right, but there's Daniel's value range. But it's so weird though because Daniel has no draws, right? There's no flop draws for Daniel ever, right? No chance, right? So what is he betting that Queen Jack could possibly beat? Because he's not just turning seven eight suited into a bluff here for no reason. I mean, yeah. So you kind of have to put him on King Queen Ace Queen specifically. So then we bet, but it's okay just to take it down. There's fifty thousand dollars in there. Yeah, Daniel. I mean it's just to protect essentially. And you know you're up against four cards. If we check, it's possible you're gonna. They're all gonna. They all have equity against you probably. Yeah. In some way, maybe Barry has very little equity or almost no equity. Maybe even has zero. You equity. don't expect Barry to show up with Ace Queen of Diamonds here, even though we ended up liking that check. That's not what right. you put him on. Right, but maybe Barry can sometimes show up with like Jack Ten suited and have zero equity. But mostly he's going to have an Ace or a pocket pair or something. So there's some cards to protect against. Doyle's definitely has something. There's a bunch of cards now, and we could either win the pot now or charge that equity or knock out some of it and charge the rest. And like all of that's good. I just don't know why we're not betting. And that's better for Daniel than Greenstein simply because of the blocker situation we're thinking. I mean, I think that's a lot of it. Yeah. A lot of it. I mean, if, when Barry bets a second time, ace-queen is sort of... Now, it's ace-queen suited, I know, so he picks up the flush draw, but ace-queen is near the bottom of his value range. Yeah. Daniel betting here with kings is at the top of his value, or near the top. I guess right. he can have a set. You can have deuces full or something. Yeah. But he may not... Yeah, he, he can have those things. But this is maybe the fourth best hand he can ever show up with or something crazy like that, you know? Yeah. So, like, I don't know. It seems to me we should probably be betting at, here at the top of our range, which no one's going to put us on. That's pretty good. I, uh, I think that Daniel's check is not as good as Greenstein's check, but I'm not as far over on it as you are in, in terms of thinking of it as bad. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think it's bad. I think it's okay. Yeah. But I do like all the points you make. I just worry that it's hard to get value from anything. Yeah. But I understand all the protection arguments and that we don't block anything. I mean, in some ways, it's kind of great also because when we bet when the three pairs, it's like we're repping the three, but we can't have no, that No, we three. can never have a three. So it's kind of great, right? It's like we're not telling a good story, it looks like. Yeah. It's like you have jacks and you're betting. I don't know if you're betting jacks here. So. Right. Like, so, so you don't have jacks, but you're repping, a, you're repping trip threes now? Like, come on, Daniel. I might put him on ace king of diamonds. Yeah. Something weird like that. Yeah. That's a, now, Barry, of course, couldn't do that because Barry has the ace of diamonds in his hand. Right. But Doyle might do that. Yeah. I mean, that would be... It would be reasonable for Negreanu to call Greenstein C bet with Ace King of Diamonds on this board. Yeah, and then when the diamond comes, it would be a good time to bet absolutely for fold equity and building a pot and all that. Yep. So that's probably the hand I would put him on. I think that's reasonable. For yeah. Sure.
Yeah, right. ace queen, ace king of diamonds. Those are like the two most obvious hands for him to have. Yeah. Yep. But he decides to check. Okay. And you know, we've talked about that. Yeah. All right. Fine. So Doyle now is sitting there feeling pretty good. Yeah. Because he came in with the old three six suited, and now he's destroying them with his trips. It's a good deal. It's a really good deal. So Doyle decides to bet. This seems like the right choice, right? Yeah. I mean, he has to bet. He has to bet. He's not blocking anything that they could have. Also, there's draws out there. Barry, somebody, Daniel has something. Yeah. Barry had, Barry may not have anything. We don't know what Barry has. Turns out Barry does, has a, a lot, but, yeah. but he can have nothing. Um, we just have to bet. Like, we're in position. We're not going to let, we're, we got to blow up this pot. We got to give Barry a chance to get all in with us. Got to try and get Daniel's money too. It seems like very clear. And luckily for Doyle, unbeknownst to him, he's against two extremely underrepped hands. Like both of these opponents are yeah, really underrepped. That's right. Which is great for Doyle yeah. in, this, in this spot. But because of that, I think Doyle chooses a sizing that's pretty small for a cash game. And it's because he's probably worried that it's hard to get called by a lot of their ranges the way they've played it. I mean, he may think, like, I have to bet in a way so that way when Barry folds, because he's almost certainly going to fold, yeah. Daniel can at least consider calling with jacks. Right? Yeah. That's like what we're really doing. Right. So you got to bet small for that. What does he bet, like 20K or something? 21 into yeah. 48. Right, which that's is super small. Super small for a cash game. And it has to be because he's like, these guys very rarely have anything that can continue to a big bet, so right. I have to keep them around. Yeah. So I actually like the sizing a lot. I think it's good. That. Yeah. I mean, he would have definitely gotten action if he bet bigger. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he bets big enough and Barry calls. I don't know if Daniel's calling or not with Kings. It's yeah. a, it's a it's a weird spot, but yes, he gets action. He still with, gets action with Barry's exact hand, though. Barry decides to call this bet. Yeah, if I gotta believe, if Doyle bet bigger, Barry would have just moved in. I agree because Barry's coming into this turn with let's see how much has he put in. He's put in sixteen k, and he started with ninety seven, so he's got like eighty k left. Mm-hmm. So if Doyle bet like you know thirty five k. He's just a yeah, move in with his going to move in, and yeah. Doyle's going to call, and that'll be I that. I mean, Barry could move in now. Very reasonably. But now, I don't think he wants to, even though, look, he assumes Daniel's folding, right? Yeah. But just in case Daniel decides to call, because Daniel likes to call, we know we're ahead of Daniel. Now, we're not. Yeah. But we have to believe we're kind of always ahead of him here, right? Like, yeah. Like, we what in the world to. does Daniel ever have that we're losing to? Daniel doesn't even have ace-queen. Daniel would have, in your mind, Daniel would have bet ace-queen on the turn. Probably. Think Daniel would bet kings, right? Which we yeah. do think. Ace queen is almost the same hand. Uh, like, you just aren't worried about anything here from Daniel. So, like, maybe Daniel will call. I yeah. don't know. Also, why blow Doyle off this hand, off something when he usually had, just has a queen? Like, he may just fold it. Like, I usually am at least uh, uh, chopping with Doyle, if not ahead of him, and I've got this free roll draw. Why why check raise and have Doyle full king queen here? Right. Or queen jack suited or something. Doyle's sizing makes me feel like he has jacks a little bit. Also, just kind of like mm. a little bit protection-y bet type thing. Yeah. With jacks. Right. Yeah. Feeler. Yeah. So, and Greenstein knows Doyle would have to fold that if he moved in. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want that. Right. But it's going to be hard to get value on the river if we improve. It's going to be really hard to get value on the river for everybody, um, except Doyle, maybe. Doyle's yeah. the one guy where one now that Barry's Greenstein is called, we think, like, okay, like I can move him in on the river. This is awesome. Yeah. So like, now we're in Daniel's seat, and this spot is a little bit poopy. With Doyle betting and Greenstein calling. The sizing is small, though, and we're way under-repped. I don't think we can fold. I don't think we can fold. But it doesn't feel great. I mean, well, the way this hand played out, Doyle can have a queen. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, and Greenstein can have jacks. Or diamonds. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. And we have kings, so we very well can still have the best hand. We could still raise. All three of these guys have jacks, right? Like, every single player has jacks in this hand. There are six six jacks in this deck. It feels like everybody has jacks. I agree. Yeah. Uh, we can raise as Daniel, too. We can, because Doyle 
very rarely has this beat, right? And yeah. the flush, there's no draw that's there yet. It's it, it's not the worst. We just got 40,000 extra put in this pot. It was a 50K pot we could have bet at. Now it's 90. I actually really kind of like the idea of moving in here. Like, we don't mind getting called. It's okay to get called. And we don't mind everyone folding. There's 90K in there. Like, this is fine. We get to knock out whatever equity everyone has. We, we all probably also assume a lot of the time we're going to call off on the river anyway with our kings. Yeah. Like, we're happy. If, if it goes check, check on some brick river, Doyle moves in. We're not going to fold, assuming Barry folds. We're not going to fold our kings, right? We're going to no. call and usually win, right? Yeah. Like, fantastic. So we could just move in now. The one thing is we, we lose out on, I guess, is Doyle may fold now instead of move in. We may lose that extra money, but we knock out all the equity, and the pot is large. Yeah, I think moving in is maybe the move here. Yeah. I also, mean, then we don't have to, like, get, get bluffed on a weird river card. Yeah. You know, a diamond or an ace or something comes, and no one has any of that stuff. But we, it turns out Barry has both, but we don't yeah. know that. Um, and instead of, like, winning the pot, we lose this $100,000 pot now, which is sort of a disaster. Yeah. I kind of like moving in. I do, too. Cool. I like that. But Daniel decides to call. Yeah. Um, I guess, small ball. Yeah, small ball. He's just like, he decides he can read his opponents. He'll figure it out, yeah. which is not unreasonable. He is Daniel Negreanu. Yeah. He's very good. He is very good. So we're all here. We all have weird hands I to mean, have in this spot. It's really not. No one has what anyone expects them to have at this point. They all have jacks. Yeah. There's six like, jacks in the deck. Like Barry can never really have ace-queen suited. Daniel can really never have kings. And you'd never think Doyle has trip threes. It's right. weird. Like, Negranu has two red jacks. Doyle has two black jacks. And Barry's Greenstein's got, the, got the, the jack of stars and the jack of leprechauns or something. The jack of leprechauns? That's yeah. not a thing, dude. What's, what's the other jack, then? It's the hanged jack. The hanged jack? Yeah, it's just one jack, and he's hung. Okay, cool. <laughs> what do you mean by that? Oh, I think you know what I mean okay, by great. that. Okay, great. Dangling by his neck. Uh huh. Sure. Um, but dangling what? By his neck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to the river with three monster hands here. Negranu has the least equity in the hand, unbeknownst to him. Negranu is in huge trouble. Yeah. As it turns out. Yeah. Yeah. King of Diamonds would be a nice card for him. Yeah. That would really do a good job for him. But that's not what happens. Um, the pot now is one hundred and eleven thousand. And the river's the four of diamonds. Yep. So Greenstein gets there in yeah. a bigger way than he already had. And uh, he decides to move in. This seems definitely correct. I mean, it's just such a disaster for it to check through. Yeah, he has 60K and the pot's 111K. And because it's, if it was heads up, he maybe he checks to give Doyle a chance to fire one, one more shell just in case. Yeah. But three ways. Like, Doyle's got to be worried about Daniel having the flush draw for sure. Oh, absolutely. And Barry... And Barry knows if Doyle has a full house, it doesn't matter. He's getting all the money. It's only 60K at this yeah. point. So this seems like the clear move, even though it does look a little transparent that you've got it. Yeah. But what are you going to do? You just can't let him check it through here. You can't. But what does it look like? I don't put him on ace-queen of diamonds here. I put him on ace-king or ace-jack of diamonds. Mm -hmm. I think that seems like his, most two, his two most likely holdings. I agree. But either way, obviously, it's bad for these other guys. It's really, really, really bad for everyone else. And as Barry, you probably move in thinking, like, I don't know how they're going to call me. Maybe yeah. Daniel has a flush, too. And I, I don't, you know, although Daniel would probably bet his flush I anyway. Mean, you have to, but you just, you have to move in because he never has a flush. It sucks to be out of position so There's much. There's zero flushes in, in his opponent's ranges. Oh, because we have the ace of diamonds. Yeah. yeah. It's really, really hard for Daniel. To have Unless a flush. Doyle has four or five of diamonds, neither of our opponents has a flush. Right. It's almost impossible. Okay. Right? Yeah. Daniel has zero flushes. Um, yeah. Daniel has no flushes. 
You're right. Because we have not only the Ace of Diamonds, but also the Queen of Diamonds. Right. So, so what's left? Yeah. There's like nothing left. Yeah, he can't have King-Queen suited. He can't have Ace-Queen suited. Yeah. And he, would just, he wouldn't show up with King-Jack suited. I guess we're just hoping we're lucky and Doyle has four or five of Diamonds. And yeah. like maybe maybe Doyle finds a call with a Queen sometimes, which he would check back. And four or five of Diamonds we're getting anyway. I mean, it's just a weird spot because is Doyle really going to call a Queen? Like, is Barry ever bluffing here? No, how can he bluff? I mean, Negranu overcalled the turn. You can't bluff. You could have maybe the naked Ace of Diamonds in your hand and bluff sometimes. You could, but if you didn't have that, then Negranu easily has a flush in his range here. Right. No, you have to have the blocker yeah. to do it. I don't even know if it's a good play with the blocker when you're giving, like, you don't have much fold equity. You have 60K into 111, right? I mean, it's a good price you're laying for someone to call. Although, it's unla- although like you said, Negranu can't have a flush and Doyle rarely has one. Yeah. It's tough. If if Greenstein didn't have the hand that he has, Negrano could have that specific hand, yes. or he could have Ace King of Diamonds. Of course, yeah, of course, right. But or King Queen of Diamonds. Yeah, I think we just have to do it because nobody's going to bluff this river at this point. The way the action's gone, right? Probably not. If it goes check check, is Doyle? This is the real question: Is Doyle betting trip threes? Right. And how does he have trip threes? Right. Yeah. So like that's not even in the reasonable value range. So if nobody's going to bluff. And all of the hands that are of value are likely to check back because we don't think Negrano has kings either. And even if he does, he's probably not going to bet this river. This is not a good river to bet. Yeah, so there's like no hands that anybody can bet. So we have to do the betting. Yeah. I think it's completely reasonable to do so. Yeah. Yep. So Negrano is now in the torture chamber. This is a terrible spot. He's like so underrepped. It's such a bad spot when you know you're beat, but you've underrepped yourself so you can convince yourself that you have to call. Yeah, I mean, having Doyle behind him makes it easier to fold. It does. And he does end up folding, which... Is obviously the right move. Like, yeah. Now, now that the diamonds got, came in, like, and Greenstein took this line, yeah, we're beat. Daniel actually is going to end up losing the minimum here, really, because yes. had he four bet pre, Barry's going to call because it's pot limit. They'll probably get it in on the flop then. I mean, whenever they get it in, they're getting it in. Yeah. Right? Barry's never going to fold once he sees that flop in the turn. He's never going to find a fold, and they're going to get it in. If Daniel raised the turn, Barry's not folding. Like, Daniel is going to get stacked by Barry, except the way he played the hand. Yeah. He kind of lost the absolute minimum, I yep. think. So that's kind of incredible. So we're sort of criticizing, why didn't you put more chips in? But this is maybe one of the reasons is to not lose all the extra money. Yeah. That guys. could be. The old Poker small guys. ball. Small ball. Yeah. So it worked this time. I don't know if these are, I don't know if these turn decisions are right, but they sure worked out. I was a bit more on board with the turn decision. Yeah. But not oh, you the, like the move in. I, the you move like in, I did, I did like that idea. Yeah. Although, of course, that would not have worked out well for him. No. But. Not, I mean, it was never going to work out no matter what. Yeah. Right. All right, so now now Doyle's in this weird spot. Yes, yeah. he's getting four to one. Uh, we're getting a great price, but Barry always has it, right? Yeah, he always has it. But it's four to one. We don't even have a good kicker. Not that it matters. Barry never has a three. Unless no, he, has he ace never three has suited, a three, which he's not going to move in with. Now. He's not anyway, going to three bet ace three suited. Probably he might. He might. That's actually a better hand to three bet than you know, like call with. Is he going to check the turn with that? I guess I didn't expect him to check the turn with his hand that he has. So Yeah, we don't know what he's doing. But he's very rarely... We don't have to worry about trip threes. Let's not... Let's. I assume he's going to bet trip threes on the turn anyway. But whatever. Like, yeah. that's the least of our freaking problems. Right. Trip threes. The problem is diamonds. Yes. Because he's repped diamonds pretty hard on the turn and river. Right? By yeah. just call... By check calling and then moving in. Right. Feels could, like a lot of diamonds are So what can here. we beat? Are we... Do we think Greenstein could ever play aces or kings this way himself? With the ace of diamonds in his hand? Yeah, maybe aces with the ace of diamonds in his hand. Because he thinks, like, well, it's going to check through and I want to get value from the queen. But can he get value from the queen? How, I don't know. I don't know. It seems unlikely. I mean, if Doyle's going to call, which he is, by the way, he yeah. does end up calling. Yeah. He's probably putting Greenstein on the overpair, right? 
It's not a bluff at this point. It could be a bluff. Ace king check. with the ace of diamonds could be a bluff. Ace king with the ace of diamonds, you would really check call the turn. No, he just wouldn't. So an ace king of diamonds can check call the turn and now isn't bluffing. Yeah, yeah. the problem is because it got there. There is no bluff. Ace queen with just the ace of diamonds turning. Why would he do it? No, that's, that's a, trying. Then he's trying to get value. It's a clear it's not, check though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Although if you're going to move in with aces or kings, you can move with ace queen. It's the same thing. You block the queens though. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't think Barry's going to move in with any of these hands. He might check call, but he's not going to move in with top pair type hands. One pair type hands here. You don't. So you think no, not pocket aces? I don't think so. Do you? Probably not. But why would we check the turn, check call the turn, and then move in suddenly when the diamond comes with pocket? It seems very odd. Yeah, because Negrano can have diamonds so easily here. Yeah, although we did, uh, unless we have aces with the ace of diamonds, if we have the ace of diamonds ourselves. Then we're only worried about one diamond combo between both opponents, and that's Doyle with four or five of diamonds. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. But still, it's hard to get called. We can maybe get called by a king because or a queen because we're giving them four to one. Maybe, but we could also like check and let Doyle fire away with his four fives that he has sometimes, and uh, just call. You think Doyle's really going to bluff four five now when the diamond comes and we and everyone checks? Maybe. Seems doubtful. You to said me. Daniel doesn't have very many diamonds, like any at all, right? Well, from Greenstein's perspective, yeah, it's true, because we have the ace of diamonds, yeah. right? Um, but when Daniel checks, when they both check to Doyle, and Doyle has five high, he may feel obligated to move in. He might, but he also might just give up on that. Yeah, of course. Well, if he's going to give up, it's not going to matter anyway, right? With, yeah. Um, also, Doyle's not going to bet four five on the turn every time. No. He only has four five suited, right? So yeah, he's got those four combos, and I got to believe one of them got there, and, and the other three. Is less than half the time going to bet on the turn. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But I don't think he's calling with a queen if we move in. I just don't. Because honestly, I don't know that Doyle should be calling with the trip threes here. Right. I think this is very, very questionable. So I don't think Doyle's calling with the queen. Okay. So in order to call with trip threes here, yeah. I think we have to think, though, that Greenstein plays an overpair like this. Or else we can't call even though we're getting four to one. We have to think that or one of two other things. That Greenstein actually bluffs this spot more often than we might expect as the poker guys. With what? With just the naked ace of diamonds somehow. I don't know how he gets here. The ace queen with the naked ace of diamonds. That he turns into a bluff? He's not bluffing. He's betting for value. That goes back to what you're talking about then. Like yeah. betting one pair. Yeah, I just can't get in my head that someone would really bet one pair for value in this spot. It just seems so crazy to me. It seems unlikely. So I keep fighting it. I, I, the one hand that keep, I keep coming back to is pocket aces specifically. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the only with the ace of diamonds. Maybe, so we only have those. But why pocket aces, not pocket kings? Because we blocked them up flush. Yeah. So it's less likely. Okay. Um, here's the other reason that Doyle might decide to call. I don't know that Doyle's going to be thinking about this kind of stuff or care about this kind of stuff. But from a GTO perspective, With trip threes is about as good as it gets if we think we can only have one flush in our range. Yeah. Like, this is... How many combos of threes do we even have here? We have, like, ace three suited, no, four No, we, th- we don't have only one combo of uh, flush in our range. That's from Greenstein's perspective because he has ace, queen, and diamonds. Right, because we have we can have the ace, diamond stuff yeah. happening. Right. Okay, so we can have more than that. You're right. But still not... No, I guess we have all the nut flushes. Well, right. we'd have to call the flop. So if we have the baby nut flushes, we can have a gut shot, yeah. back doors, over card, yeah, perhaps, to call. Perhaps we would have that. We perhaps. Can, we could maybe have ace four or ace five of diamonds. We might call. We might yeah. not, but we might. Yeah. Let's assume he's going to call that. We so have ace queen of diamonds in our range as Doyle. Yeah. We have ace queen of diamonds. Ace Queen of Diamonds, we can have Ace King of Diamonds in our range too. I don't know if we overcall after Daniel calls the flop with Ace King of Diamonds. I mean, two back doors and overs. That's not that different than two back doors and bottom pair, really. Yeah, I guess. 
I mean, it's That's a true. little different, but it's not that different. You can't really like slam it on the turn the way you can when you already have a pair, though. True, but you can pick up a lot of equity on the turn. You can. And there's a few cards. There's two really good cards. Anyway, point being, from Doyle's perspective, he has more than one flush in his range. So the three okay. is less close to the very right. top of his range. You're right. You're right. I was thinking of it from Barry's point of view, and that is incorrect. Yeah. So this is, uh, this is tough. And, and it's, it's a, really it's a real ju- conundrum. It's really f- hard to justify trip threes with no kicker when you think, like, I can have better threes. Yeah. Sometimes. I can have... Um, but all the threes are the same against Greenstein's range. But if we're looking at it in terms of our distribution... Yeah, sure. This sure. is like the bottom of my three range, right? My bottom of my trips range is this hand pretty much. Three, maybe, four. Fine, fine. Yeah. But essentially, the, I said pretty much. And I don't know if Doyle would even really strongly consider calling with top pair. He only he probably only has four trips in his... He has three, four suited, three, five suited, three, six suited, and ace, three suited. Okay. That's probably true. But what hands is Doyle betting on the turn? Let's just come back to that for a second. Since we know we can have trip threes, we'll give him all those trip threes. Yeah. Queens, four, five, right? Yeah. Uh, flush draws. Weird backdoor flush draws. That it are, would have to be ace, four, ace, yeah, ace those, five those of diamonds. Few flush or draws. the queen with the flush draw. Right. So there aren't that many flush draws. Yeah. I mean, queen, nine, queen, ten, queen, jack, king, queen of diamonds. All of those uh, hands. Ace, man. queen of diamonds. This is tough. So this actually this feels like six, three falls somewhat actually in the middle of our... Of our range. Right, because we can, I just mentioned, we can have queen nine through king, yeah. queen of diamonds, and yeah. ace queen of diamonds too. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so there's more flushes. We do have queens, which we can show up with, which is the bottom end of our range. Yeah. Now. I mean, four or five is, but yeah. like, once you get past, you know, the five highs of the world. So, yeah, this is like somewhere maybe slightly weighted towards the top, but not much. Right. Not much. So it's very close. But I think that's so. That's not a good enough reason. The, so the bigger question then becomes like: Is he right twenty percent of the time? That's the question. Yeah, is Barry is Barry not have it twenty percent of the time? It's probably close. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's a I've really never hard... seen Barry bluff in this spot. Yeah, have you? like how could he have a bluff? You're right. Barry it's... shows up with weird bluffs sometimes. I've seen him do it, but not this bluff in this spot. I guess so maybe... I can't imagine he's bluffing twenty percent of the time or more. I mean, Doyle calls pretty quickly, so maybe he actually. He plays with Barry all the time. Maybe he feels like Barry really shows up with it. Maybe sometimes. it's the combination of the potential of bluffing, which maybe Doyle's like, okay, that's 10% of the time. Maybe, yeah. maybe Barry's bluffing 10% of the time, and another 10% of the time he can play an overpair this way. And that gets you there. Maybe that. Yeah, maybe. Maybe he also just feels like Barry's so short that Barry may, may, yeah, may just decide, like, forget it, whatever, I'm calling anyway. Yeah, I want to make sure in. I get value from a queen when I have aces. Right. Okay, you know what? That's a good reason. Yeah. That's a good reason right there is because, like, the queen's going to check back. I'm going to move in just in case the queen wants to call because I'm calling anyway. All the better hands are going to move me in, right? I'm calling. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty thin, but that's at least reasonable. And if we've ever seen Barry Bluff in this spot ever as Doyle, that's probably enough to call. Yeah, but it is. A, it really feels like you're losing. I mean, when he when Barry moves in on Daniel and Doyle. Yeah. When Daniel both of them could have flushes. Yeah. And, like, the way they played it. Yeah. They really could. It's bad. Yeah. Feels like a bad spot. I mean, Doyle doesn't love it, clearly. He's no. Like, I call. He said that's a card I didn't want to see. Yeah. And that's a card I didn't want to see. I call. Todd, get over here. Bring me some ribs. <laughs> Can you please cut that damn hair? <laughs> 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 All right. So Doyle calls. He's incorrect, but we can't exactly kill him for it based on mm, the price he's getting. No. If the price was anything worse, I think we could start to kill him. Yeah. But Negrano played the hand weird. Everybody played the hand weird. And also, in fairness, we're, it's easier to call because it's a cash game. It's yeah. not a tournament. Doyle can just reach into his pocket. 
Yeah. It's different. It's definitely if it's like different. His, a, a huge pot in a, cat, in a tournament. Spot. Yeah, it's very different. So it's important to keep that in mind where Doyle may just think like, this is a good hand and I don't fold good hands in cash games, yeah. which is not a crazy way to think for the most part. Right. For the most part. Right. Man, three three legends of the game all played their hands pretty strangely. Daniel Negreanu, Doyle Brunson, and the Green Man. The Green Man. We're done. I show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. and gonna be traveling the